0: Hello and welcome to another episode of Virtual Legality. I'm your host, Richard Hogue, managing member of the Hogue Law Business Law Firm of Northville, Michigan, and it is that time again, time to dive into the wonderful and wacky world of Nintendo Switch Pro Rumors, or Nintendo Switch 2, Nintendo Super Switch, or whatever name you would deign to give it, which might be an important part of this story. Now, if you haven't been following that story, yesterday, Bloomberg who has been in the spotlight for Nintendo Switch Pro Rumors before, we'll talk about that as part of this video as well, put out an article that highlighted the fact that they believe at least about a dozen game developers actually have access to a Nintendo Switch development kit that outputs in 4K. And the result of that particular story has been pretty notable. So we're going to talk about that. But first, let's get some quotes from the story itself. Bloomberg says employees at 11 game companies said their teams were in possession of Nintendo's 4K development kit for the Switch. I've highlighted that last part in red because it's important how Bloomberg frames these issues for the second part of this video. So please keep in mind, Bloomberg is calling this Nintendo's 4K development kit for the Switch, which is an existing product as it stands today. It says the Nintendo Switch kit has similar capabilities to the hardware that customers would have at home the kit for the original Switch, like the consumer products, transmits video to a TV or monitor at 1080p resolution. The new one does 4K. But, Bloomberg notes, a system capable of handling 4K games isn't expected to be released until late next year at the earliest, people familiar with the plan said, And here's where we take a step back, as we do here in Virtual Legality, to note that this is an anonymously sourced article. And we always take those with a grain of salt because we can't tell who these people are, what their tilt might be, why they're leaking it to Bloomberg. We can't evaluate the veracity of their statements. Although what Bloomberg has gone out with in this story, that they can identify 11 companies with this development kit, is at least a stronger stance than some of the other things that they say, both in this article and in previous articles from Bloomberg that we have looked at. It should be able to be confirmed whether or not certain developers have access to this kit or not. And certainly confirmation might be in the cards because as we'll see in this video, Bloomberg's reputation has been called into question directly. Continuing with quotes from the article, we see that although Bloomberg identified 11 companies using the 4K kits, the actual number is probably much higher. And I flagged this particular quote for our discussion because in all honesty, it's a quote I don't much like and I don't much care for in an article like this one. It's raw speculation from the journalists here. They say, hey, we've identified 11 companies. It's probably much more. That might well be true, but it doesn't really have a place in a news article like this one that's supposedly exposing the reality of a particular situation. It's probably much higher, sure, but it doesn't help the reader. And more importantly, from my perspective, I don't care about the ethics question here, the journalism question here, is that it cracks open the door for someone to deny whole swaths of the document?" And we'll see that again in another quote that they gave. But first, we have to point out why the denials might be so adamant here. And that quote on your screen right now is why that might be. The latest model of the best-selling Nintendo Switch is set to go on sale October 8th. If you aren't familiar with that, we did a video on that as well. But Nintendo is putting out an OLED version of their Switch. Didn't otherwise change their internals, but did give it a nicer monitor for portable play and increased the price in doing so so in about a week they very much want you to be interested in purchasing that product and they have a vested interest in making sure that information about any version that would come out after that product that you might otherwise wait for and not buy the oled version is squashed wherever they see it now bloomberg also added some other topics of note here it says by the time nintendo showed off the new console in july the company had already handed out the 4k kits to outside developers and asked them to design software to support the higher resolution. And I highlighted this phrase because again, it will be a part of what we're referencing when we talk about denials and Nintendo statement and feeling on these things. But it goes part and parcel with this earlier quote that I mentioned about it being probably much higher than 11 companies. We don't have any reason to believe necessarily that Nintendo asked them to design software to support the high resolution. If these kits exist, probably were accompanied by something and said, hey, use them to the maximum of their capabilities, et cetera, et cetera. But Nintendo is going to harp on this language and some other bits of language in the article itself because, again, they don't want to talk about other versions right now. and And who can blame them? So Nintendo Co. Limited, to their Investor Relations Twitter, and that's an important part of this story, tweeted the following shortly after this article went live. A news report on September 30, Japan time, falsely claims that Nintendo is supplying tools to drive game development for a Nintendo Switch with 4K support. To ensure correct understanding among our investors and customers, please buy our OLED, we want to clarify that this report is not true. We also want to restate... As we announced in July, we have no plans for any new model other than Nintendo Switch OLED model, which will launch on October 8th, 2021. Now, the reason I highlighted that it's important that this is investor relations facing is Japan is a traded company. They cannot lie without getting into serious legal trouble in a statement like this. So as we do here in Virtual Legality, we are going to start with the understanding that the overall statement here is not a lie. But we're also going to break it down a little bit now if this statement sounds familiar to you there's probably good reason we're going to talk about that as well but it's also worth noting that a lot of recanting was done in the bloomberg article after nintendo put out this tweet And if you go back and look at the updated version of the bloomberg article which is i think the only version that you'll be able to see if you go to the link in the description to this video you will see reference to one company They say they have 11 developers that have this kit, but they mentioned specifically Zynga because they aren't known for console gaming. And the Zynga spokeswoman apparently came out after the article and said the following. So disputed what the people familiar with the matter said to clarify, Zynga does not have a 4K developer kit from Nintendo, she said in a statement. So now we've got multiple parties here to the Bloomberg article refuting certain things. And these refutations are being reported on the internet as strong, that Nintendo is saying none of this is true, it's not happening, etc., etc. But Nintendo's kind of known for this. They can't lie to their investors, but they can play with details. As I said, you might be remembering certain instances where this already happened. You might be remembering the video in Virtual Legality where we talked about Nintendo firing back against Bloomberg reporting, and the fact that models weren't expected in the 4K and the OLED and everything else that wound up coming to fruition or you might be thinking of the fact that hey the investor call on February 1st of this year if we go down and we look at it had a quote that said specifically we do not have plans to announce a new model this is Nintendo to its investors and then five months later on July 6 Nintendo announces that new OLED model or maybe you're going further back in time and you're thinking of something in like oh I don't know 2012 where Japanese newspaper Nikkei, which had proven right about Nintendo rumors on many occasions, is reporting we'll see a new 3DS model announced tomorrow. The paper claims we'll see a 3DS redesign boasting a 4.3-inch screen approximately 1.5 times larger than the current machine. This is on the 4th of July 2012. Nintendo thought this was such a problem, they issued a statement to their investors again. Today, Nihon Kizai Shimbun Report is not announced or confirmed by our company, but is a complete speculation article of Nihon Kizai Shimbun, which contains many mistakes. Our official announcement is posted on our website and the appearance of our presentation at the E3 show, which is the world's largest video game exhibition is also posted on our website. However, even closer in time than that February to July gap, In between them saying there wasn't an announcement of a model to be made and an OLED model being announced, only a week or so passed before Nintendo does in fact announce that supersized 3DS XL in 2012. So this is a company with a history of playing at least a little fast and loose with talking to investors and not in a way that investors are likely to be upset about. That's important. Nintendo has a vested interest in not getting people excited about the version after the version they're planning on selling, in this case, next week. For the most part, investors want to make money with Nintendo. They're aligned. Nintendo wants to make money with the sales of their OLED model. So everybody's basically in the same boat here, except maybe the customers. Or you might be thinking about an earlier video that we did where we, again, broke down some messaging. And this was about Microsoft and Bungie. If you weren't familiar with this story, you saw a rumor posted that said, Microsoft has been in talks to acquire Bungie multiple times, but they fell through each time due to Bungie's high price and Bungie through their CEO Pete Parsons saying this is false. And in this particular video, which I highly recommend if you're interested in these kinds of questions, what we did is we broke down how a flat denial actually works to not say much when you take a statement like this and you look at it in its constituent parts, you see that saying this is false means any one aspect of the statement that you yourself made to characterize the rumored reports is false. If any one statement or portion of that statement is false, the whole thing is false. And so when we go back and we look at what Nintendo has done here, it's pretty easy to break down exactly how they could still be working on something and yet say what they are saying here in this tweet without technically lying to investors. And the reason I I say it that way is not to be conspiratorial. Nintendo is fully within its own power to control its business. I would love a Nintendo Switch Pro or Switch 2 or what have you, but it'll come when it'll come. But just to point out how these statements work so that if you see a report that says, oh, Nintendo completely denies it, you shouldn't think that Nintendo isn't working on some kind of successor, whether that is an enhanced Switch, a Switch Pro, Switch 2, or something else, is neither here nor there. Nobody is silly enough to believe that Nintendo isn't working on these kinds of things. And so that's why, in all honesty, I probably wouldn't frame these statements this way. I probably wouldn't operate as Nintendo does here, but we can understand exactly what they're saying. So, Let's take a look at this, looking at the highlighted language, and talk about these constituent parts. So a news report on September 30, 2021, good so far, falsely claims. Now here's where you get into your first particular issue. This is a tweet, so it's got to be shorter. But when we look at what has happened here, this is Nintendo describing to you what the report said. And it's a long report. I used seven quotes here. You saw a couple of aspects of it. But it's a longer report than all that, and a lot of extra stuff is baked in. So what Nintendo is refuting here, and this is important, is just what they summarize the report as being. And what do they summarize it as being? It says Nintendo is supplying tools to drive game development for a Nintendo Switch with 4K support. And those are all different parts of the statement that Nintendo has made. They say this report is not true. Now, are they supplying tools? We go and we look at the Zynga denial. We'll note one thing that kind of jumps off the page. To clarify, Zynga does not have a 4K developer kit from Nintendo. Now, you remember, Bloomberg actually reported on a Nintendo Switch kit that outputs in 4K. Switch isn't referenced in this particular statement, at least as summarized by Bloomberg. And 4K developer kit could come from somewhere other than Nintendo. Are they supplying those tools? Hard to say. To drive game development, is doing a whole lot of work. If we imagine that this phrase doesn't have that in there, then Nintendo would have to say, we're not supplying tools for Nintendo Switch with 4K support. That's a little bit more strict. That's a little bit easier to understand. If they say, that's not true, well, that's a big deal. But we're not supplying tools to drive game development. Okay. Well, now if you see, think about it in the Nintendo back offices, you say, okay, well, maybe we are supplying these tools as kind of future-proofing. We don't want to drive 4K game development because we're not going to have a 4K product out there for a while. It's very easy to put the memo in the file if you're Nintendo Say we're not trying to drive that development. We're getting clamorings from developers who want to be able to have a 4K version ready if and when we ever put a console out there. So we thought, all right, let's put these dev kits out there so that they can do this if they want so that we can be developer-friendly but we don't want to drive game development. That's where we get into issues with Bloomberg reporting on things like this, where they say they asked them to design software to support the higher resolution. Did they? Did they not? Nintendo seems to be saying that they did not. And that's pretty understandable. But Bloomberg reported that they did. That gives them that crack in the window, that crack in the door. Says, Oh, Nintendo, uh, uh-uh, we didn't ever give anything to drive game development. Totally false. And they can just hang their hat on that hook of that Bloomberg sentiment. And that's how you get into trouble when you're reporting on rumors like this. And then finally, the big one, which I think other people have actually noted, is that they say, well, we aren't supplying tools to drive game development for a Nintendo Switch with 4K support. That's a very specific phraseology for what a Nintendo Switch successor might be. So if we go back all the way to the beginning here, we see that Bloomberg actually said a Nintendo 4K development kit for the Switch. Now, they backed off that a little bit, but if you're using this and you're Nintendo and you want to be able to deny this so you can sell OLEDs next week, this is actually pretty good for you. It's why I highlighted it in red because in no universe is it likely that whatever we release with 4K, we're just going to call it the Switch again. We're probably going to call it the Switch 2 or the Switch Pro or the Super Switch or the Switch Turbo Edition. Whatever it might be, it's not the Switch which is the product that's in existence today. So once Bloomberg kind of frames it like this, it again leaves that crack in the window for Nintendo to say, oh no, 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 we aren't supplying anything for our current product. And I think people do kind of understand that at this point in time and and don't begrudge Nintendo it essentially. But it's important to note that when you look at a statement like this, it can't be a lie. This has to be true. Nintendo isn't supplying tools to drive game development for a Nintendo Switch with 4K support, but there are so many areas in which that statement could be false that Nintendo can always say that the report that they framed in this fashion isn't true. Now, do I think that's a little bit unfair to Bloomberg? I do. I think that Nintendo in this tweet has framed the article in a fashion that Bloomberg really wasn't aimed at. Bloomberg was talking about a development kit that has 4K output. And you don't see a flat denial of a development kit with 4K output. You see all of these very specific things that Nintendo can say to their investors. All the while, in all honesty, winking, understanding that nobody on earth thinks Nintendo is just sitting back and saying, oh, that 2017 chip tech is going to carry us through for another 10 years. We're not even worried about it. We're just counting our money here at HQ. And we're not even trying to see what the future of Nintendo Switch might be. And that's why I would have probably framed this differently. I probably would have said something on the order of we're always experimenting with play, trying to make a bigger and better experience for our players. But those experiments take a long time to come to fruition. A really long time. You can't even count that far. So for right now, know that the biggest and best Nintendo Switch is coming out on October 8th. You can spend your money here. And that's probably how I would have framed it. But different companies and different... Folks are going to have different strategies, and I don't begrudge them that, but I do try to get better information out there for people. And I do think if you're interested in these kinds of things, it's worth noting that a statement like this doesn't do what it purports to do, doesn't do what a number of folks have reported on it doing. It mostly just says, man, I wish Bloomberg didn't put that article out. And if Bloomberg said anything that we can dispute, we can put it in a sentence like this one and dispute it all the live long day. This has been Virtual Legality for today. If you enjoy talking about messaging, business, technology, and law, please consider supporting the channel. We've got a Patreon and other ways to support us down below, or otherwise just subscribing, telling your friends, ringing bells, upvoting, downvotes, thumbs in all directions, putting it on Reddit, wherever you might like. Every little bit helps. If you caught this on YouTube, thank you so much for watching. And if you listen to it as a podcast, thank you so much for listening. I will catch you on the very next episode of Virtual Legality.